Welcome to the Trust Your Gut Podcast. I'm your host, Demi Fair. Here we dive into the world of the mind-body connection, exploring the gut-brain axis, microbiome, and nervous system while harnessing the power of intuition and connection to spirit. If you struggle with chronic digestive and mental stress and are tired of trying just one more diet or supplement to address your symptoms, then this is the place for you. Join me as we learn from the world of science and medicine, but also from nature, our own inner knowing, and personal stories. Thank you for tuning in, and now it's time to trust your gut. Hello and welcome back to the Trust Your Gut Podcast. So today's episode is another in Mexico messages, downloads, insights that are coming to me that I want to share with you all. And today's topic is all around symptoms, navigating symptoms, what they mean, having a different perspective of symptoms and also what it means to heal and this is something that I have been reframing how I think about for a while and it just so happened to come up this last week I did two podcast interviews and the topic of healing came up in both of them and what it means to actually heal something. So if we're looking at symptoms, what it means to actually heal those symptoms or to be on a healing journey and heal something. So that's part one. And part two is about just what symptoms are, what they have to tell us and teach us. And this comes from having a lot of my symptoms flare up while I'm down here in Mexico. And a particularly difficult night of symptoms and just getting some really clear messages around what those symptoms are. And I think it can be really helpful for you all. So let's start with the idea of healing. So what does it mean to heal? And can we ever truly fully heal? Um, Whether we're looking at physical symptoms or mental symptoms like anxiety, depression, obsessive thinking, whether we're looking at triggers, trauma, nervous system dysregulation, whatever it may be. And this is what I've come to know to be true. That, of course, we're not really ever at an end point. We don't get to some point where suddenly we have no more problems and we're just the most mellow human being ever who never gets triggered or deals with anxiety or never has a flare-up again of our symptoms. I don't know how possible that is for anybody. There's always some level of something. 
And when I look at all these different things, whether it's physical symptoms in the gut, if it's symptoms in our mental health, if it's a traumatic experience, even once we've processed the trauma, we may always have some level of reaction to it. We may always have some level of vulnerability to stress or anxiety, tendency towards depression. We might have a tendency towards dysregulation in our nervous system, whether we tend to be more in our fight or flight sympathetic response or we go into a more freeze dorsal vagal response. We might always be navigating some level of sensitivity in our gut and symptoms that come up. When I think about myself, I don't think I'll ever get rid of my obsessive thinking. I will probably always tend a little bit more towards the side of being anxious, you know, being easily stressed, having a really sensitive system, and I may always be navigating some level of digestive sensitivity or symptoms that come up in my gut. And that's okay. The point of healing is that we may not be able to totally eliminate these things. But they don't control our life anymore. They don't dictate our life anymore. We build an incredible amount of awareness so that when a symptom comes up or when we get triggered or when we have a reactivity or we struggle with our mental health, we now understand what is happening. We understand what is happening in our nervous system response. We understand what triggered it. And we understand how to come back into regulation, how to come back in to a more neutral place, how to support and nourish that symptom as best as possible. And when we have that awareness and we understand where it all started to begin with, when we trace that back to our past experiences, to our childhood, to our parents, our grandparents, the generations before us, then we know what to do. And it becomes less debilitating, disheartening, frustrating. I mean, it may still be suffering. It may still be really challenging to go through certain triggers, to go through certain stressors, to have symptoms come up when you've done so much hard work. But I think the more we learn why these things have even began in our body and in our being and really what triggers them and the root cause of them, that awareness leads us to more resiliency and more acceptance. We can go, okay, I know why this is happening. I am having this um, reaction, let's say, of stomach aches. And I used to get these all the time. And man, maybe 
I can see now I have dealt with this emotional thing this last week that came up in my relationship that reminds my system of this experience with my mom in childhood and that's also when my gut um, pain started so I understand that now and what my inner child really needed at that time was this so that's what I'm going to give myself now so that's an example of how we might have a deeper awareness of what the symptom is why it came up and what we really need to nourish it. I know for me, if I have a gut symptom come up in the past, it was always, well, what did I eat? What did I eat wrong? What didn't my body like? I must need to just figure it out more. Maybe I need to eliminate things, be better. And I wasn't really looking at, what was my stress levels at? How was my sleep? What was going on in my relationships? What did I get triggered by this week? How is my nervous system state? So this is the awareness that we bring. And then from there comes resiliency where we can go, okay, this is not forever. This is not that I'm going back in time. I didn't do something wrong. I didn't eat something wrong. I can see now a bigger picture of what's at play. So what I understand is that true healing is resiliency. It doesn't mean that we necessarily eliminate all our symptoms, triggers, reactions, dysregulation, but when we're faced with those things, we know what to do to bring ourselves back into regulation, to bring ourselves back into a state of equilibrium, and we're able to be resilient in the face of these stressors, these symptoms, these things that might have caused us to go into spirals or negative thinking or activate our system even further. And that's really what true healing is. I talk about through my work, you can find, you know, true freedom from your symptoms. And I hope that that does mean that you're symptom-free, that your symptoms go away. That's what I hope for everybody. But what that really means is that you are no longer tethered and bound and controlled by your symptoms. So the goal is that they're incredibly reduced for you, but that if they do come up, you're still free of them. They're not going to dictate your emotional well-being and your life even if it's a day of like really bad symptoms maybe you have some really bad stomach aches or you are just full of anxiety you get into a deep depression like you can feel that you're still in charge here that you're going to make it through and that you have all the tools and resources you need to do so that your system can bounce back from stress, from anxiety, from depression, from a physical symptom. It can bounce back to the place that you want to be. And that is true freedom from your symptoms. So in Western society, the way that 
pain, wounds, symptoms, trauma, and healing in general is usually approached, especially in a Western medicine model, is let's do what we can to alleviate the symptoms. That's often with medication, prescriptions, but even in a holistic health world, that's often through supplementations, maybe diet changes. And really the goal of that is that we alleviate these symptoms so we can get back to being part of working society so we can meet the needs of the hustle and grind culture. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with that because if you're in pain and you're suffering, like why shouldn't you be able to support the alleviation of your symptoms? That is an important piece, but so often we're really skipping around the the wound and the heart of the wound. And the wound is our resource. That is where the healing happens is by utilizing that wound it's the same thing as if we're working with processing trauma we're going to use wherever the nervous system is stuck in some sort of fight flight or freeze response and use that whether that was a response that wasn't completed or the person's symptom system is just kind of stuck in that space, we're going to use that to help them process the trauma. Exactly where the trauma happened is what we can use to help process the trauma. So when we try so hard to avoid pain and suffering, we are in a way trying to conceal the pain by avoiding it. And that really doesn't help. It's really just covering up the symptoms over and over and over again. And often that pain underneath is going to continue. It only covers it for a short amount of time until the suffering continues to get worse. So it's really important to get in touch with your discomfort because it's there at our edges that we grow. We have to face the root of the problem, the trauma, to truly heal. So this leads me into the idea of symptoms and what symptoms can actually provide us. And I want to try to shift your perspective about symptoms because I think this can be really helpful. So if a symptom is speaking, think of it as the voice of the mind-body connection expressing its suffering. How else can our mind and body talk to us if it doesn't speak to us through symptoms? So we can look at these symptoms as an area of stagnation in the natural healing process of our embodiment. It usually represents some sort of blockage in this process, an interruption to the flow of healing. It's a fixation in the past or a fear of the future that obstructs the flow of the present. So the tightness, the tensing, aching, bracing, rigidities, the mental symptoms coming up, the digestive symptoms in our gut, these are all pointing to past pain, past traumas, or maybe even future fears that have not been processed and released into healing. 
So really healing is a mobilization of our life force energy, of our awareness of bringing us into the flow of life where we don't feel blocked, constrained. It's an opening and a freeing. It releases us from past pains. And that is the idea that I'm speaking to of when we bring this new, deeper level of awareness to our whole system, our whole body-mind system, and we bring more resilience to our system and any stressors or symptoms we may face, we're no longer so like blocked and constrained and stifled from these things. We're not fearing, oh my God, this is happening again. This happened in the past. It's because I did this in the past or is this gonna be for the rest of my life? What's gonna happen in the future? No, we can be in the flow, which is exactly what healing trauma is. We're coming into the flow of life, which is exactly what nervous system regulation is, is being in the flow of life and meeting whatever we are being called to meet in the moment, whatever threat, whatever stress, whatever our environment is calling us to meet. It's all the same idea. It's being able to adapt, to be flexible, to flow, to be in the moment as much as possible, to be resilient to whatever's coming up. And that's really what true healing is. We're releasing the blockages. We're releasing the energy that we're holding on to so that we can flow more in our day-to-day life and with whatever we face. So I want to talk about recently what I've been experiencing in regards to symptoms. And um, I'm still in Mexico at the time of recording this. And I started to have a bit of a funky gut and I thought okay well you know I'm in a new place I'm drinking different water it's clean water but I notice sometimes when I drink different water my gut feels a little weird and eating different food and you know who knows if I ate something kind of you know weird whatever and there was this one night where I didn't really eat much dinner because my gut was just off and it had been off for a couple days And I woke up in the middle of the night and I was so bloated and so gassy, like so much gas moving through that it kept me up for three hours and it was a bit painful. And, you know, initially when all this stuff started happening, I was like, man, okay, maybe it's not just, you know, being in a new place and drinking different water. Did I like eat too much of something my my initial response in the past has been when I have gut symptoms flare up I go what did I eat what did I eat that my body didn't like oh my god you know I used to take notes (laughs) uh, food journal notes um, for so long to try to pinpoint certain things that I might have eaten I start to think back to what it is and that even happened to me now I'm like wow I ate you know, ceviche. I ate these things with all this raw onion. Oh my God, maybe I shouldn't be having FODMAPs again. Maybe I'm reacting to the FODMAPs, etc., etc. And I could feel my mind wanting to go down that pathway. And then I was able to be like, okay, I hear that, but I don't believe that's the truth. 
And in that night, I actually found this deep sense of peace with what was happening. And I saw it as my body processing a lot of different things, right? Like our digestive system is what processes the food that we eat that keeps us alive. So it's also a place that can process emotions, energy, things that we're going through. Why couldn't that also be the main center of processing anything that we're going through? I mean, we process it so deeply in our brain and that's extremely connected to our gut and we know that our gut processes the same emotions that our brain processes. So I was like, oh, you know, my time here in Mexico has been a shift from my normal. I've slowed down a lot. I've been noticing things in my nervous system. If you haven't listened to my episode on my time in Mexico, then I encourage you to listen to that because I talk about what I've been learning in my nervous system and how it tries to achieve safety by being busy. So by being in solitude and taking away some of that busyness and some of the doing, there's been a lot of anxiety and a lot of feeling unsafe and I'm feeling it right in my belly, right? And I've also noticed that underneath all the busyness, there's a lot of sadness and grief that's been moving through me. There's a lot of questions about things in my life that is bringing some anxiety. There's just a lot going on, not to mention there's big spiders here and that definitely triggers my nervous system into a bit of a fight or flight. So I just could see it as, wow, I really feel that uh, my gut is processing a lot right now. It's processing a lot of emotion and a lot of shifts and unwinding stressors from the last, wow, who knows, years, but let's just say the last year of um, my life, you know, this is a different pace. And when I saw it that way, I actually welcomed it. I was like, okay. This is what needs to happen. This sucks. (laughs) I really don't want to deal with this, but this is a way that my body is moving things through. And there's many different ways our body might move through stress or traumas um, without our control. But I was really feeling like this is the way it's doing it for me right now. And that really shifted the way I saw that couple hours of pain. And I was able to just hold myself in that space with a lot more love and gentleness and compassion and really just be like, it's okay. It's okay. This doesn't mean I'm doomed. This doesn't mean I did something wrong. This doesn't mean that everything is reversed, all the gut healing work that I've done. I just really welcomed it with what do you have to tell me or what is it that you're trying to move through me? This is where we come back to the reminder that healing is not a linear process and it is a cyclical process. So things often will come back. And what's beautiful about that is you can see how you've grown. And this is in regards to anything that we're working to heal. 
trauma triggers anxiety, depression, obsessive thinking, chronic pain, chronic gut issues. These things will often cycle back. Sometimes we do completely eliminate them, which is amazing, but sometimes they cycle back. They may not be as strong as before, but we'll get little hints of them, little tastes, and it's almost like we have the opportunity to see what healing work we have done. And this is how the body works with healing if we look at it just on a physical side of things. So when injury or affection happens in the body before it can heal, it inflames first. Inflammation is the second stage in wound healing. It begins right after the injury and is a vital part of the immune system's response to that injury or infection. It is the body signaling to the immune system, hey, something needs to be healed and repaired here. And it is absolutely essential that the inflammation happens because it builds up defense against any foreign invaders such as viruses or bacteria. Otherwise, the wounds would fester and get infected and that could become deadly. And it's the same thing with our emotional wounds and our traumas, with our digestive symptoms with other chronic pain symptoms. It's a sign that says, hey, something needs to be healed and repaired here. And we, we know that. We understand that if we've been dealing with chronic symptoms, we understand, okay, yeah, I know something needs to be healed and repaired here. But it's the same kind of concept when we are facing symptoms that are reemerging again, that uh, a trigger that's reemerging again. It's still calling our attention to it. And that is still a part of the healing process. It might be calling its attention because it needs to inflame right now to heal a little bit deeper than it did last time. This is the same thing when you do sometimes an elimination diet or a protocol to eradicate like dysbiosis or parasites or candida, sometimes you start to feel worse before you feel better. You have a reaction as your body starts to heal and starts to eliminate these things because it's a lot of work to heal. It's a lot of work to eliminate these things. So sometimes those things get worse in a healing process before they get better. So I want you to look at your symptoms that way that they are inflaming, that they are calling your attention because they're still healing, because they need to do that to heal on a deeper level than they did before. Because they have something to tell you. Because this is a way that energy and emotions and trauma is moving through your body. So back to what's happening in my gut in Mexico. I ended up having, yeah, a lot more funkiness after that night of gas and bloating and pain. And I knew it was clear that something was off. I was like, okay, I've actually definitely eaten something wrong, bad, that might've been contaminated because like this is really not normal. And I got a stool test done and they found a parasite in my stool. And Honestly, when I first got those results back, I felt extremely disheartened, really down, depressed, really sad, because 
man, my gut's been through a lot. You know, not only have I struggled with gut issues my entire life, but I've had so many stomach bugs and infections from times that I've traveled. And I have dysbiosis. I've had candida overgrowth. I have H. pylori overgrowth. Got a lot going on. And I've been feeling really good for a while. I found a lot of deep healing and found a pretty good consistent homeostasis within my gut. So I found out about this parasite and I just felt really disheartened at the idea of what is this going to do to my gut? Is it going to, you know, damage my gut lining? And do I need to take some sort of like anti-parasitic or antibiotic kind of medication? And that's the really hard part for me because I do so much work to support my microbiome and its balance. And when I have to take antibiotics or something that kind of wipes out everything, it's a really hard thing to wrap my head around. And just over a year ago, I had an appendicitis and I ended up having to be on a lot of antibiotics. They had me on like IV antibiotics for a couple days in the hospital and then like a week of pill antibiotics after. And I remember being so sad and upset and scared of what would happen to my gut. Well, what happened is that I was talking to my naturopath and I decided to go into it with the mindset of this is a positive thing for my gut because I did have really bad dysbiosis and I thought, you know what, this is going to just kill off the dysbiosis and then I know how to build my microbiome back up. And perhaps this is what has been contributing to my dysbiosis was this infected appendix. Okay. And shifting my mindset around it was so helpful. I looked at it as a healing thing for me, having to take these antibiotics. And, you know, after I finished them, I went into a protocol to build back up my microbiome and I retested my gut with a GI map a couple months later. And I was kind of amazed at the results. All my beneficial bacteria was there in really good numbers. And some of it had been overgrown before, but now it was really good normal range. So it didn't actually kill off all my beneficial bacteria, or if it did, I did a great job of rebuilding it back up just within three months. What I was really, really surprised about was that the dysbiosis was still there. The dysbiosis was not killed off by this antibiotic. And this was like kind of really eye-opening for me because I always thought, man, taking antibiotics is just going to fuck everything up. And... That was a really good insight to the power of the microbiome healing that I've done and that I know how to do, that I could keep intact that strong level of beneficial bacteria. And that, yeah, maybe these things like antibiotics, like they're not going to totally destroy my life right? Like this idea I had that this was such a bad thing ended up being okay. 
and I was able to shift my mindset around it. So I really applied that to this experience. At first I was like, okay, maybe there's some herbs I can take, trying to do some Googling. And I just didn't really want to take the risk, being that this specific parasite can like get into your liver, and I just don't know enough about it, and I don't have access to herbs where I'm at, some of the herbs that I would have liked to bring, and I only brought so many things with me. So I decided to do the antiparasitic medication. Um, and again, I'm looking at it as like, this is a beneficial thing to my system. And I know how to support my system best through this. I know how to support my microbiome. Like it's all going to be okay. And that's the being resilient to things. When you get a parasite, when you still have dysbiosis, when you have to take antibiotics, when you have flare-ups of your uh, stomach pain or IBS or diarrhea or constipation or heartburn, when you have flare-ups of your anxiety or depression or obsessive thinking, whatever it may be that flares up, can you look at it as like, this is okay, I know how to support myself through this. This is not going to ruin my life. This is not going to reverse all the good work I've done so far. And I think mindset work is beautiful in many ways, but it's like we're working to really let our nervous system know that, right? And that's what I really did. I just really embodied that belief in me that this is going to be okay, that I can navigate this and support myself. I know how to keep healing. And apparently I am just like set to experience all these different gut things, probably so I can offer this work to the world (laughs) from a very embodied experiential place. So you know, I'm still right there with, with everyone in continuing to learn and struggle through a lot of these digestive things. And so I want to share this with you to help you perhaps bring a different mindset to your healing, to any symptoms that come up. Because I really think that is one of the most important things that we can really embody in our healing journey that's going to help us see the most results. So as always, if you are interested in working more deeply with your healing, with your gut brain, with your nervous system, with processing any trauma, emotions, chronic stress patterns, I am offering free 30-minute discovery calls so we can see what it might look like to work together. If you want to just get a good overview of the foundation of the work I do, check out my website and download a copy of my free guide, Why Your Healthy Diet Isn't Solving Your Gut Issues. I feel like that's a really good starting point to understand the work I do and understanding why nervous system regulation is the missing piece to healing your chronic gut brain symptoms. So as always, thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed this 
episode and you enjoy the show, please share it, subscribe, leave a review. It helps it get into more people's hands and ears and gets them the information that maybe they're really, really needing. So I hope you have a regulated and resilient day.